There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're back seven o'clock on a note. Look at that. We're right on time. What do you think of that action? Just just defines us as broadcasters. <laughs> professional? Mm-hmm. You're talking professional, that's the whole idea. Is that the plan? I think so. Um, last night I got yet another picture of me, uh, my picture over a urinal. So I want to appreciate all the listeners and friends that I have sending me pictures of looking at me while you're peeing. I really appreciate that. Listen, it really makes me feel much better about myself. The next time they do that, just say, yeah, and the guy in that picture is funnier than that thing in your hand. So there you go. Oh, there you go. What's oh. nothing wrong with that? That's how it should. That's how life should be right mm-hmm. there. But, um, no, it's very, very nice. You know, what, that's the one thing about the whole world that um, I realize, you know, the, the Hubbard spent all the dough on those uh, billboards and the, and the in, indoor ones over the every urinal in the damn city and, you know, doing TV appearances. Because, you know, it's, it's my job to promote the show as much as I possibly can, get out there and work it all. And, and I just, you know, uh, well, the reason this even came up, I was talking to management at several levels yesterday, and they're very excited. The show's done very, very well, much better than they expected it would right out of the box. Uh, and, you know, that stuff's very exciting. But it makes me think, you know, i got to do more. Uh, you know, the billboards are great, indoor and outdoor. The TV spots are great. No, that's, I mean, the showing up on, on the shows and all that's wonderful stuff. But I think I needed to do more, and I was inspired this morning. And I, I, I was thinking about this all night, but I got it this morning. Uh, it just came to me while I was watching the news. Um, because nobody tells the truth on the news anymore. So I said, well, I don't really have to tell the truth when I'm promoting the show anymore at all. Because everybody lies now, apparently, and nobody cares that you're lying. So I would just like to promote the show today. And this is get a lot of publicity. I will get tons of publicity across the United States, not just here. But uh, because I have to do my job, I must tell you that uh, at some time today, I don't know when federal authorities are going to arrest Rudy. He's going to jail. We've talked uh, about this, to... yes. <laughs> We've talked about this. <laughs> well, don't you think that, that'd be huge news if FBI agents came and arrested you during the show, don't you think? Well, uh, I will say this, that this would not be the first time that a somebody at a radio station has tried to get me arrested for publicity. Well, so, yeah. Oh, really? It's happened before? Oh, there was a... Uh, he, you guys may have met him. He was uh, like a higher up for the last you know uh, building that 
that we were at. And yeah, that was his thing is I'm going to I'm going to say he's out of control and we can't oh hold him God. back. I was like, I, I've been like a single dad on the air for the last five years. Like <laughs> people are going to think I went off the goddamn deep end. This isn't the WWE. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus. Well, first of all, why would you make the whole point of saying it and doing it is, you know, it's not true. That's why it has some humor to it. But just holding someone up and going, we're going to pretend this is real. No, we're not going to pretend it's real. Why would he want to do that? I don't know. That's the thing I've never been able to figure out with radio is that we sort of like people have always been like, it's just you have a, such a connection with the oh, listeners. And then the last show I was on was so scripted. Everything was scripted. And, and oh, really? We know it was all actors. I mean, we knew exactly what the ending of the show was going to be days before we even did the show. It was so scripted, but they act. They, really? they oh yeah, but they really promote it as if, hey man, this is just in the moment. It's just coming off. Oh, We're yeah. like that is the one thing that you know. I hate when people get up in arms about. I don't like professional wrestling. I don't like watching it now. I did when I was a kid, but I don't mm-hmm. like when people give it a hard time. Like you know, it's all fake. Yeah. Yes, well, that's that's why we love it. That's yeah. why it's not like I really think you know Stone Cold and The Rock are having a beatdown in a grocery store somewhere. I'm right. watching it because I. Enjoy it, yes. It's fantasy. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, see, to do that, to bring it up like, yeah, Rudy's going to be arrested later on today, that's the end of it. Then you don't go on the show and pretend that it's real, because that part's not funny. Yeah. And also, what happens happens if it doesn't happen? (laughs) What happens if the the police just go, actually, we kind of looked over all the evidence and we decided to let you go. Now you kind of look like a guy who's crying wolf, right? Yep. That's exactly yeah. right. I can tell you right now, if anyone busts in here and takes you, I will sit with my hands uh, under me. I will do nothing. I, li- I love you, Rudy. I really like working with you, but I will do nothing for you. Yeah, you will. <laughs> oh. Not only will you throw me under the bus, somehow you will simultaneously be driving it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just be we- like, all right. Bye, Rudy. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, next. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Where's our extra Rudy? Really, really nice, Brittany. Next. AJ, we got now? AJ come run the board. <laughs> oh, AJ, that's, that's yeah. right. AJ's going to be around anyway. So, you know, basically, I should have said, uh, and Rudy's going to be arrested sometime on Thursday, because he's actually not going to be on on Friday, so it'll look like he actually got arrested. See? Yeah. and that is but that a, part's not funny. Well, that's exactly what they wanted to do. I was taking a oh, week yeah. off, and they oh, were like, sure. let's just say you got arrested. I was like... Why? Like now, all week I have family members calling me, going, "Is everything okay?" Yeah. Like, I got my mom wanting to take my daughter away. Like, let's not do this. Let's this this not. sounds slimy. Oh well, such is life, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, well, when's the last time you saw someone really, really, really understand television, radio, or newspapers? Does anybody? I mean, or you know, because there's still newspapers out there, not a lot of them, but but it's that whole business, all of it has changed so much in the last few years because people are now reacting much more to negative things than they are to positive. So I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but if you're negative and it it's well known that as a you know as a people in the United States you're a very negative attitude right now all you're doing is feeding money to the news agencies because they will lie their ass off to get you even more pissed off do you want to be more pissed off cuz i don't 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Remember when you used to go to news sources for unbiased news? Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. and if you had found anything underground, that's where the slant always was. But nowadays, it's switched. It seems as though the big corporate news places, that's where the slant is. But if you want unbiased yep. news, go to places like Vice. Go to places that yeah. they really do a great job of being able to cut it right down the middle. And you don't read an article feeling one way or another. You just get the facts, and that's all it is. I love that. See, yeah. that's that's all I'm looking. I've been looking and looking and looking. It's not easy, but almost every news agency, whether it's on television, online, or wherever it is, it's got a huge slant to it because I guess that's the easiest way to make a lot of money, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't find it too entertaining. It's, it's you know, we... Oh, look, let me show you how fair and balanced we are here at, uh, at uh, Hubbard and the Tom Bernard Show. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a headline that was sent to me by, by Brittany. Um, Experience Regina apologizes after criticism over new slogans sexualizing the city. Can anybody take a joke about anything anymore <laughs> they didn't say regina was a bad thing or keep your regina to yourself right mm-hmm. it's a joke for cry can anybody look let me put it this way what i would have done or what i do now probably is if they came and said oh i'm not going to apologize sorry if you're going to use it if you took the step to use regina uh show us your regina was their slogan mm-hmm. slogans such as show us your regina and the city that rhymes with fun I don't understand that. What does that mean? Yeah. The city that rhymes with fun. I don't get it. It's like they're saying that it rhymes with, like, vaginas are fun. Yeah. So. But rhyming with fun, what the hell does that mean? It's like, it's, they're like, there's the whole time hinting with, it rhymes with the, the. Yeah, but what, you're done? Well, this goes back to your point about who really understands radio, TV, yeah. and this point, right. advertising. Right. Yeah. Who are the geniuses that came up with that one? I just, I don't, I don't understand why the city that rhymes with fun, what the hell does that mean? I think you got done, you got fun, you got, mm-hmm. hey, hun, I, I okay, I, I, <laughs> maybe I'll be arrested sometime, yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is Tuesday, Donald Trump and I are both going to be arrested later on today, and then Rudy will be arrested tonight, mm-hmm. so that's that deal right there but yeah so uh show us your vagina people are all pissed off about it and whatever i probably wouldn't have gone with the slogan myself for this very reason because you're going to catch a bunch of heat for it but they did get international attention saskatchewan regina saskatchewan uh, up there in canada it's a beautiful place if you've never been there but what i would have done now instead of apologizing i would reach out to dickinson north dakota and ask them to put up billboards that say show us your dickinson yeah Mm-hmm. little balance, right? <laughs> a little balance sure. here. See, they're doing it, too. We're not doing anything wrong. I think the main problem is, like, often it's unsolicited, so you're going to see their Dickinson anyways. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Not in North Dakota. North Dakota boys wouldn't do that, would they? They would never. I was born never. there. Um, never. Oh, I didn't uh, know you were born in North Dakota. I don't want to brag. Williston, North Dakota. Um, yeah. Well, you don't have to brag. It's Williston. Thank anyway, you. Thank you. Just kidding. Um, I like Williston. Uh, Rudy has audio about this Regina one. Yeah, I was going to say. I, this I, I, yeah, that's right. I got the show. Don't worry about that there, Brent. Brent. <laughs> well, I'm I sorry care. if I was trying to <laughs> supplement your show. <laughs> I'm sorry. For supplementing. No, I, yeah, I do want to get to that audio in a second. I just, I'll, I'll finish this last paragraph and we'll shoot right to the Brittany report. 
Welcome we to the Brittany Arneson Show. You're welcome. <laughs> you kept that. I like the fact you kept that, Maria. Oh, yeah. That works for me. You know, some people I've worked with over the many years I've been in radio get pissed off about things like that. Don't keep playing that recorded thing. But it's like, it's funny. Calm it down. Yeah. It's not funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> You're right. It's not just funny. It's hilarious. Hey, guys, knock it off. I'm deeply hurt. Well, then you got to get the hell out of radio. If you're deeply hurt by that, you ain't don't belong in this business. I can guarantee you that, man. So, the organization in charge of tourism in Regina has apologized for slogans it's used as part of a rebranding, Tourism Regina, rebranded to Experience Regina last week. As part of the move, it unveiled several new tourism slogans. Reed confirmed the organization's apologizing for two of those. Show us your Regina and the city that rhymes with fun. I, I still don't understand. Why is that offensive? What what is the I don't get the rhyme either. Well, Tom, we have to protect the children. That's really what it is. How, okay, how dare the, we oh. let them know about vaginas? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. Exactly. But now I'm. Let me just throw this out because it's very very separated from the story now. So you know, only adults could put this together. Are they assuming there's a T at the end of that word? Is that why? I don't understand why that's offensive. I don't get it at all. What city that rhymes with... Well, I don't get it. Hmm. Bun? Mun? Oh, none. The city that rhymes with none. What do you think? <laughs> I like it. No, I don't understand that one. Uh, Tim Reed, CEO of Experience Regina, formerly known as Tourism Regina. Oh, Experience Regina, formerly Tourism Regina, mm-hmm. published an apology on Sunday evening, uh, days after unveiling the uh, new brand on Thursday. And now, ladies and gentlemen, back to the Brittany Artisan Show <laughs> and the audio. <laughs> That affiliation will always be an undertone that we face. I think we should be proud of our city's name, and I think we should be proud of the city that we live in. And and for those that uh, that want to have a moment of humor with it, that's not a bad thing. Uh, embrace it. We're not changing the name of the city of Regina anytime soon. I agree. It's a good name, Regina. Nothing wrong with that name. Calm no, down. It's not even that bad. Show us your Regina. What if your was like Y O U apostrophe R E? Show us you are Regina. Oh, that's yeah. cute. You could say it like that. It's not like they were that like. That would have been better. It's not like. You're right. Yeah, it's not like they were like, hey, come double penetrate Regina. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> nothing like that was said. <laughs> and Relax. Like, and like you said, this was always a joke. I mean, we went there as kids. That's where we went all the time. And I, you know, oh, you my, did? Yeah, my family. Um, loved oh. going to Regina, and as a kid, I would say it, of course, like what, you know, we're going to Regina, and my everyone would giggle. So it's like I just lean. I like that they just leaned into it. It wasn't mm. that. Yep. I, I mean, yep. if the joke's gonna be made, you might as well make some money. I agree. Just calm down. Everything's fine. Isn't there a Saint Regina or something? Uh, there's a school in in Minneapolis. I, I think know. there is. I'll hmm. look it up. I think. I'm not sure. It's over kind of by where Central High School used to be over in, uh, in Minneapolis Central. Minneapolis Central. Hmm. Where, yeah, I, I, I think it was like St. Regina or Regina of the Saints or some damn thing like that. Nice Catholic boy, Tom. You don't even know the name of the damn schools. <laughs> but other than that, it all works out in the end. Hmm. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll track that down. I don't know. It's, I think that that was the case. It was something like that. Somewhere along those lines. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't, I got to be honest with you, I don't get offended by things like that. Don't act like a dick in Regina. You know, 
that would be, I suppose, going too far because there are children that live there. So sure. yeah. I want to keep an eye on them. I, I got to admit, I actually think don't be a dick in Regina is probably, I, we should send that to them because wow. I feel like that's, that's, a a, that's a really good one compared to show us your Regina. Oh, I like show us Y-O-U apostrophe R-E though. You're very, I like that a lot. Sure. Yeah. You'd show us you are Regina. Yeah. You support Regina. That's, that's a great slogan. Yeah. Hmm. Let me get off their ass. What do you think, Brittany? <laughs> I do think so. I found that Regina School, um, but it doesn't look real. It says Regina High School in Hennepin County, Minnesota, and I can't find their website. And then this I did, was a high school. I, I do remember that. And I did find there's a lot of Regina schools in the U.S. Like a lot. Yeah, there yeah. are. Yep. So everybody relax. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it, and everything will be good. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should probably uh, probably check the weather out because there's no major storms lurking out there into next week. No Arctic air site either, which is good. Did you guys add that to the, or is that Ken Barlow that that added that? Ken Barlow. Ken, we love you, man. No major storms, no Arctic air. Works for me. So today, fading sunshine, the mostly cloudy with a shower. Flakes possible later today, but a high near 40. Tonight, cloudy with occasional rain, a low of 35. Wednesday, early shower, then partial clearing. A high of 40 again tomorrow. So 40 today, 40 tomorrow. 36 on Thursday. 45, though, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's pretty damn cool. Like partial sun, partly sunny, mainly cloudy, but 45 all three of the days. That's wonderful. It's grilling weather. Yeah, you're starting to get out there again, mix it up. Well, it's that time of the year. The great thing about this time of the year is it's March 21st, so it'll heat up a little bit, and then it'll just plummet, and then it'll heat up, and then it'll plummet again, <laughs> and then June 20th will come along and summer will be here. Mm-hmm. Just how it is every year. I've been talking about that for centuries uh, on the old show that people always think, oh my God, it's March 21st, it's spring. No, it's not spring. You'll get some spring weather. But it ain't going to stick around long. It's actually, that, that you know, summer obviously my favorite season in Minnesota, but, but that spring season as you're kind of easing into it, and then the fall as you're easing. When you're easing into and out of summer, mm-hmm. that's my favorite six months of the year. Love that. Yeah. Did you guys ever do like any of the concerts over in Somerset, Wisconsin on Memorial Day weekend? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It always seemed like no matter what, going into Memorial Day weekend, it would be in the <laughs> upper 70s, low 80s, and sun. And the second you got to Thursday of Memorial Day weekend until Monday, it was nothing but rain and sleet yep. and these poor kids out camping. Like, they just want to go see a rock concert and drink some beers and make some memories while floating down this stupid Apple River. And every year, it seemed like it just poured rain. Oh, God, yeah. No, you're absolutely right about that. Mm. You know, that's one thing I got to get. You guys are all going to Christmas Village, Sam's Christmas Village with me this year. I'm telling you. You, you guys ever been there? Uh-uh. Haven't. It's, it's over in Somerset. My buddy John, he owns it and runs it and all that stuff. I've been, uh, I've been making appearances over there for the last few years. We got to go there as a group this year because, my God, you will love it. They had a about a 50-foot blow-up Santa there this past season. Kids just go nuts for it. It's yeah, we got to do that. But, you know, that area you just mentioned, I love that whole Somerset area anyway. Isn't that gorgeous over there? Beautiful. And they've got a couple of breweries in that city that, I mean, even if you're not a oh, drinker, yeah. but it's fun to just go and hang out. They have things to do for the kids. they got games. It's They've really done a great job with Somerset, Wisconsin. They have. I just love that area. Everybody's just in it for a great time. And, yeah, we'll, we'll get that done. I'll talk to John about it, and we'll do an appearance over there this year. There'll be... God, do you imagine doing an appearance from Sam's Christmas Village on a morning show podcast? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. 
I like it. It works for me. Geez, we've got to take a break already. My God. Uh, Rudy has not been arrested yet, but we're expecting it any minute now. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And I still want to know, it rhymes with fun. I still don't understand why that's offensive. I don't, I don't get off the air. You'll have to tell me why that's offensive and how I'm so dim that I can't pick up on it. Sure. How about that? Not a problem. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, right after this. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant. The latest statistics are out for 2022. And although 48 states, including Minnesota, have texting and driving laws in place, many American drivers still take part in this dangerous practice daily. According to the National Safety Council, cell phone use while driving led to 1.6 million crashes and nearly 309,000 injuries occur each year from accidents caused by texting while driving. Scariest of all, over 3,000 deaths are caused by texting and driving. And these are only the numbers that have been verified. Who knows how many more there actually were? The bottom line is this. In Minnesota, we have the hands-free law in place for a reason. To keep you and those around you safe. The simple solution is please don't text and drive. It's against the law. By practicing safe driving habits, you can break the cycle of distracted driving. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for Tom here. Why should your business work with my friends at North American Banking Company? Here's Minnesota hockey legend Winnie Brown of OS Hockey. North American Banking Company has really allowed our business to grow over the years because whenever we have a question, we have the convenience of being able to walk in or we know exactly who to call to get things done. To learn more about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Or visit any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC. Equal how the whole building that's ever seen me angry, maybe. I have definitely seen you angry. Yes, you have. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. It's like people always ask me, they go, is he really like that? Is he really like, you know, A, B, or C? And I think it's kind of funny because I'm like, I don't think, yeah, I mean, you are somebody who gets upset, but you also get over things. Oh, yeah, I get over it. Really easily. To tell you the truth, the only things that really piss me off are things that affect my family. And if you affect my family, my wife, my son, my daughter, my grandkids, I'm going to get very pissed off about that. So that that's the only time. For me, who gives a rat's ass? Somebody takes a shot at you. Yeah, good for you. I hope everything's working out for you. But, yeah, somebody goes after my family or hurts my family in any way, I'm sorry, but I get very pissed off about that. So just don't do that, right? Yeah. That makes sense, doesn't and, it? And I think everybody would agree. I think that's like that's everybody's final line, right? Like Yeah, I would hope. Yeah. I just I, that, that's what I'm saying with these hedge fund people and not all hedge fund people are horrible, just most of them. It's like people in radio, not all of them are horrible, just most of them. Right? Same comparison. That's fair, isn't it? <laughs> just most of them. Mm-hmm. Just most of them. Are, you know, I, but I just I don't like that when how do you steal money from people knowing that you're hurting a lot of other people that have nothing to do with this? How can you do that? I could never do that kind of thing. You know, I'm, you two just knowing Rudy a short time and knowing Brittany since she was about three. <laughs> it's, it's true, though. I mean, they talk about if you're able to do that, you must live your life thinking it's going to get done to you. And I think there's a some sort of karma that comes along with living that way. It's just you you're miserable. 
just a, yeah, I guess you just want to be miserable. It's a terrible way to live, and it, even yep. when, especially like you know, I'm going through a thing with my family right now where we all are, have our names on a cabin. Well, I don't, but our family cabin is owned by my mom and my two uncles and my aunt, and. They're th- talking about bringing the kids into it, and there's family members that are angry that their kids won't be able to be on it because oh. they're not blood. And then what are we going to do with the money? And this has been going on for two years. And finally, like three weeks ago, I just, I'm done. I'm done with all of it. You guys figure it out. I'm going to wait till you all die, and then we'll do what we need to do. <laughs> but until then, keep me out of it. Because I don't, I don't want to have to come to the cabin and look at my uncle and be like, you son of a bitch, how dare you yeah. screw me out. You know, I just oh, don't yeah. want that. I love you. You're a good person. I'm, you know, you're one of my favorite people. Why do we let money and these decisions come in between that? I would much rather just enjoy my time with you because I don't yep. know if you guys have noticed, you're not here for a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, what do you top out at about a buck nineteen? Now that's isn't it the longest living person one hundred nineteen? <laughs> it's way too long. That is, man, like that is too. Long. Yeah, my grandfather kicked off at seventy three, and that was twenty five years ago. And I felt like at seventy three, it was like that's a good run. But now seventy three, it's like you're doing your first Ironman competition at seventy three yeah, now. I know that's amazing. You're absolutely right about that. You see those guys. There was a guy. God, what a coincidence! Two days ago, Catherine and I are out for a while. We're walking a dog, right? Uh-huh. And this guy comes running by at a pretty damn good pace. And I am not trying to overestimate, and I guarantee you, I am not underestimating. The guy was at least 85 years old, at least. Sure. And he was running at a, this really nice pace, and you could tell at one time he was like a really good runner. You know, just the way he comports himself, the way he positions his body in each stride and all that stuff. Uh-huh. You know, those really good runners, man, those, they know everything about every place they plant their foot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I, I, I said, what an inspiration, this guy. And by the way, he had to slow down because there were some young people running in front of him. He had to slow down and then get around him. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly what you're talking about is get out there, man. Enjoy your life and settle the hell down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, guys like that that have been doing it their entire life. You yep. know, I imagine that this guy's been probably running since he was in his teens yes. to be that, at that age. Because somebody at one time told me that uh, an old trainer had said, listen, if you do 50 push ups a day, every day, you will be able to do 50 push ups into your 90s. It's the consistency of it that people leg off on. They do it for a long time, and then they get tired of it, and then they drop off, and then they stop doing it, and that's where the the you atrophy. And it comes that's with everything when it comes to work ethic, when it comes to parenting, relationships. If you don't work at it, it just eventually goes away. Yeah, it yeah. will absolutely. God, you reminded me of my first gym teacher at North High School. I think his name was Lou Burnett, if I remember correctly. I think it was Lou Burnett, I think. But first day of class, we're standing there, and he goes, Boys, you have to listen to what I tell you. I'm only here to make you physically better. So when I ask you or tell you to do something, you have to do it because it's the right thing for you to do. I'll give you an example. Walks over, grabs a rope, and climbs up about 40 feet to the uh, ceiling of the gym. Now, this guy was in his 60s at the time. Mm -hmm. Climbs about 40 feet up to the ceiling. He's hanging up there, just holding on with his hands. Now, boys, as soon as you can do this better than me, then you can tell me how to do this. <laughs> but until you can, you have to do what I tell you to do, okay? And we all went, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> done yep. and done. I mean, that was impressive, man, watching the guy. He was, I guess, 62, 63. Back then, by the way, that's quite a while ago. So the average lifespan was only about 70. 
Yeah. You know, uh, very, very impressive. But but to do it and to show people, look, I can do this and I'll teach you how to do it, too. I think it's a great way to teach, don't you think? Yeah. And it's funny. I like the point that you brought up about him saying, once you can do it better than me, then you can tell me how to do it. We've right. come to a place right now where everybody just goes off of emotions. And yep. this is what I feel. Okay, my aunt does this a lot where she'll go, uh, you know, hey, I went to the doctor the other day and he said, you know, oh man, my, my cholesterol is a little. You know what you need to do? You, listen, there's a friend of mine who has a crystal. And I'm like, how about we listen to the guy who has the degrees hanging on the wall and not the crazy yeah. lady with a bunch of cats? How about that? <laughs> Why do all crazy ladies have a lot of cats? That is a good question. Jesus. <laughs> what is that? Brittany, it's your fault. I mean, I do love cats. Cats. I'm currently yeah. manifesting a cat, and I definitely am crazy. I don't. I'm not a crystal person, but I have a lot of friends who are very into crystals. Mm-hmm. What is that? So, like, people have like. I wonder if Alex does crystals at all. So you have these crystals, like, will do different things for you. They claim, and like, like oh, crystal meth. Yeah, pretty much. Sure. You can smoke them. It's the best crystal. I mean, what can't you smoke? <laughs> yeah, there you go. The best crystal. I, why can't you smoke what? No, I said, what can't you smoke? I mean, these things are just like big chunks of. They they can be all sorts of stuff, but they claim that they like this one. Hold this one if you're calm. If you're if you need to be calmed. Hold this one if you're needing like finance. Mm. They have. It's kind of like zodiac. It's. A weird hobby us yeah. women have obtained. Yeah. Hocus pocus. Hmm. So where are these crystals supposedly from? Uh, I mean, they can claim anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. You can get them at well, yeah. gift shops at national parks all across the U.S. But yeah, oh. but apparently they have magic powers. They were from the Dead Sea. Sure. Uh, all sorts of things. <laughs> um, I've had people give me crystals and like I, I'll keep them. You know, I'll put them somewhere. I remember one guy or one guy, one uh, lady gave me a crystal and was like, I know you're you said your husband's anxious. So I like hid it in his office and Justin found it. And he was like, what the hell is yeah. this? <laughs> you know, it's one of my favorite things that Seinfeld every day he was talking about this kind of thing, these magic crystals and magic tricks and all mm-hmm. this magic in the world. Yeah. And he stands on stage and he holds up a quarter. Have you ever seen this joke? Mm-mm. Well, it's kind of a more of a comment than it is a joke, but he talked about, yeah, the magic crystals and the magic this and the magic that, and you can live a magic life. Uh, I'll give you an example of why I don't do that. He holds up a quarter. He goes, here's a quarter. He closes his fist and goes, now it's gone. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I love that joke so much. Like, there's no magic there. Who cares? Nobody gives a rat's ass. Calm down. That's funny. I, I like seeing magic. I've never been enthralled by it because I know it's just a trick, so I, I don't get all excited about it. But I like wa- you guys like watching magic? It's one of those things where I go, no. And then the minute somebody does something cool, I'm the first one who's like... I love it. So, I, anybody who performs well, I, I'll watch. No, I agree. I think it's I think it's terrific. I really do. It, it's entertainment and good for you. You start believing it. I don't know about that, but you know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. After hours of being praised and teased by his famous friends on stage at the Kennedy Center on Sunday night, Adam Sandler accepted the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor, thanking his family and friends for his success. But first, a joke. Uh, as I look at this goofy award that I'm holding, see, I love that about him. You win an award, you should call it goofy. Don't you think? I mean, I, I've i watched you do it for years. 
calling it good. What the hell did you give me this for? Exactly, exactly. I know. That does make you uncomfortable. I will tell you that. As you guys you know, move on in life and you get closer to my age and you start being called names like that because you've got you know a few years on you, uh-huh. it's like it feels really weird at first. Then you go, ah, oh, it's nice of them. You know, they're just it's very nice of them to do that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, first a joke, as I look at this goofy award I'm holding, I can't help but think that one day it might be the weapon used to bludgeon me in my sleep by a disgruntled intruder or possibly Mr. Rob Schneider. <laughs> what, does, do he and Rob, don't, they don't get along, huh? No, they do. They're good friends. Yeah. Oh, they are good friends. Okay. Yeah. Because I like Rob Schneider. Yeah. Uh, you ever d- dealt with him at all? As a small little little bit, but you know, I and I get there are people out there. There's that audio of him freaking out at a radio show when he came right. in the back door, and I get that right. maybe he's had his moments, and there's a couple people that don't like him. But every interaction I've had with the guy is very positive. Yeah, me too. I mean, he's got his opinions. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. that. Yep. But I, 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 I've had him in studio several times. A very, very pleasant guy, and you know, there are some comedians that aren't all that pleasant to deal with. But there, Rudy, I don't think there are many of them, are there? No, not really. And the thing is, is that usually the people that are get sussed out right away. They know yeah. that, they're, that they're difficult, and then people don't, you know, typically don't want to work with them. So I could understand that completely. There's no question about it. I still can't. I can't ever remember the guy's name was Colin something, but he came in. And did an appearance on the old Q morning show. And he was just a prick. Mm-hmm. He just wouldn't look at anyone. He wouldn't talk to anyone. And finally, I said, are you, are you going to talk at all on the show? And he looked at me and said, I don't feel like being funny today. Oh. So I said, why don't you get the hell out of here then? Wasn't Colin. So he gets up. Colin's what? Who is it? Colin Quinn? Wasn't Colin Quinn, was it? No, no, it wasn't Colin okay, Quinn. Okay, thank no. God. No, lesser known. Uh, you'd know him, though. You would know his name, but I can't remember it. But he got up, he left, got in a taxi, went to the airport, and went home. What is Whoa. that all about? I mean, what? Yeah. He just left. It's weird when people who are supposed to be funny decide to not be. That's like that's the whole thing yeah. why you're here. Just enjoy it, burn a couple of calories, make some fans, and then move on with your life. It's, it's 12 <laughs> minutes of your day. No doubt about it. Sandler's known for playing wacky man-child characters in his comedies like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Wedding Singer. I still love the fact that he got in a fist fight with what's-his-name from, from uh, what the hell's the name of that game show? Is Bob Barker. Oh, yeah. Got in a fist fight with Bob Barker. Oh, it was such a good scene. And he it just was. gets his ass kicked. He does. <laughs> and then Bob Barker call him a bitch at yeah. the end of yep. it. Price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> Price is wrong, bitch. That's what it was. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I love humor. Laughing's good for you. Uh, anyway, uh, he also defined the expectations of critics, or defied it, excuse me, and at least one co-star when he took on dramatic roles in films like Punch Drunk Love and Uncut Gems. I heard that that movie, Uncut Gems, is phenomenal. It's good. It's 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 very entertaining, very good. It's very anxious. Like you will have a rise in your anxiety, but it's done so well. That's what I hear. Rudy, you seen it? Uh, I have. Yeah, it's great. I feel like the dramatic roles for him reign over me. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that is a that's a I bawled in the theater. I was by myself, and I bet I cried for twenty minutes before I left. It was, it was very emotional. 
Very, it was a terrific movie. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. In 2020, he won the best male lead at the Independent Spirit Awards for his role as Howard Ratner in Uncut Gems. In his speech, Sandler said the bad ratings and reviews from critics didn't matter to him. The reason they don't hurt me is because so many in this room have made me feel good about what we did together. Everything we do together makes me feel like the critics don't know what they're talking about. Well, in general, I mean, critics, you've got a tough job anyway. You, you're hired as a critic. That's a, that's a hell of a tough job. There's no question. But 99% of them have no idea what the hell you're doing, whether it's, you know, doing movies or television or radio or doing, they have no idea what the hell you're doing. But it's their job to, you know, kind of, I guess, report on you. I kind of, in a way, feel sorry for critics because they don't know what they're talking about in general. But then again, most people in in the business don't know what the hell they're talking about either. So there's a nice balance there. Don't you think? Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe not. Not not a good balance, but there's a balance. Sure. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a balance. Yeah, so what the hell? Calm down. There's a, Bringing balance to the show, here's Kristen Burt. What's up, sister? What an introduction. <laughs> balance. You're bringing balance. I actually I like- thought that... You what? Oh, go ahead. No, no, you're up. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm getting blowback. I'm hearing myself. Oh, are we ever going to get these microphones straightened away? It's been a month now. Could we get them dialed in? Yeah, weird that that's happening. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know, I'm getting my own echo. Huh, okay. Are you going to be able to do the show, or do you just want to call strange. in on the phone? You want to just call in on the phone? Because um, it's, it's that distracting, yeah. Yeah, it's super distracting to hear myself again. Okay, why don't you call in? Uh, why don't you hop off for a second, Rudy, and give her the number? Unless you already have the number. Uh, not, I can. I don't I'll have the number. He can give it to me. Yeah, I'll give it to her. Yep, not a problem. Okay. Yep. Cool. Hang on. But yeah, see, now here's the do- downside of this job, and I've always said this: when things like this happen, you know, stuff breaks down, then two people have to work on it, and I always get stuck with lamos like Brittany. I know. I know. I'm so it's sorry. It's terrible. I would like. I would like <laughs> so to welcome sorry. you to the Brittany Arneson show. <laughs> The Brittany Arneson Show. How about this, Tom? I'll let you be in the name, but I get to be first. So the Brittany and Tom Show. Brittany and Douchey. <laughs> that's what we'll call it, because that's what you want to call it anyway. I could hear it, you thinking about that, <laughs> and that's just all there is to it. Yeah, that's tough when you have your own voice kicking back at you. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's really hard to talk. I can't even... Well, can you listen to your voice yet? Is that something you can do? I, I still can't hear them. Like, I don't... Like, when I come in, they're... We're playing our show in here, and I just have to turn all the headphones down. I do not want to hear my voice. The only time I can listen to my voice back because of my children after about 25 years is they will listen to the uh, Monsters, Inc. Uh, uh, Mac and cheese. Macaroni and cheese. Yeah, they'll listen to that commercial. It's the only commercial they ever liked that I did. Like, <laughs> oh, he's doing Monsters, Inc. Mac and cheese. <laughs> You've done all these things for, like, the governor, all this big stuff with the Mac Jesus. and cheese. That was the thing for them. Oh, yeah, they love the mac and cheese commercial. There's no question about it. It, it all works out in the end, does it not? Yeah, did you ever get any for free? Mm, oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. They, in general, they do that kind of thing, at least at first when you start doing it. Like when I did Gatorade for all those years. In the beginning, I got some Gatorade, but toward the end, it's like, yeah, we're sick of you. Yeah, I could see that. You, We've sent you enough. Calm down. But I did that, God, what, six, seven years, something like that. That was a fun job, too. You know, I, I will tell you what, just doing flat-out voiceover, 
is really great and it's really fun, but you better watch your health because you got a lot of time on your hands. You're making a lot of money. You could end up dead very quickly. Really? What do you mean? <laughs> well, you have you have all this time on your hands and you got a pretty good amount of money in your pocket. So you're like, what else can I do that I've never done before? I've got a friend who wants to get into voiceover so bad. Like that's what she wants to do full time. Is she good? I think so, but I mean, uh, the thing is, it's so, it's all so trendy, right? Like, once one oh, time yeah. they want this voice, next week they want this voice, you know, like, who knows what, what's what's even good? Like, you know, I mean, I know you're the voiceover king, but like, no, you know. No, the voice, I hardly. But, you know, you were. I mean, they, they, you've done so many voiceovers. I hear you sometimes where I go, is that just in my head? And then I go, oh, no, it's a commercial Tom. <laughs> 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 Your Tom in my head. Yeah, that that wouldn't be good. You're yeah, absolutely right. So uh we'll see. We'll see. I well uh she real that's what she wants to do. Well, now, you know, I can point her in the right direction if you really, you know, does she have an audition tape? I don't know. I'm going to get her in touch with you because I think that I'm like it's weird to me like I know I it's one of those jobs where I didn't know you could do that full time until I met you and you said that's a possibility for people. Oh yeah. By the way, I just made a mistake from the 1970s. Hmm. My audition tape, you mean the digital audio that you have now? <laughs> oh, they still call it your yeah. 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 Something's never changed. Yes. Are you oh, real? I, is that real? a thing? You're yeah. Real, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, Kristen Beth is a backup. What 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 did you 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 find out 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 out? <laughs> There's nothing like listening to myself twice. It's obnoxious. <laughs> I love listening to you twice. There's no doubt about it. Uh, how late can you stay it. on? Can, can you stay on a few a few minutes longer? or Do you have to go right at forty five? Because we'd like to have you longer. Absolutely. You know, keep me longer because it's five forty five in the morning. I have nowhere to be but here with you. Well, yeah, because I'd like you to do the whole 10-minute report because it adds so much to the show. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. I'm happy to don't, say. <laughs> don't have that little thing in your voice like you're not believing what I'm telling you right now. I heard you went, yeah, okay, Tom. Lies. All lies. <laughs> He's being nice to me. What does he want? What's wrong with Tom today? <laughs> um, later on this morning, Audrey Corsa. Have you ever talked to Audrey Corsa? I haven't. She's coming on she's, later. Yeah, she's a young act. She's in that new show, Poker Face. Have you guys seen Poker Face yet? Uh-uh. So good. These women, it's, and it's it's heavily womanized, and they're phenomenal. You know, it, Poker Face is one, and, and this is one of those things. I got um, Peacock last year. I subscribed just mm-hmm. so I could watch the Emmys because I was covering remotely, and I wound up keeping it because there are a lot of hidden gems on that network, and I really think it's one of those, if you're not subscribing to it, it's worth sort of maybe even doing a trial just to see if you like it because there's a lot of great things on there, and Poker Face is one of them. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've only seen, uh, I think, a couple episodes now, but that lead, she is, although, you know, Kristen, you know this, you've been around the family for 11 years now. There's my mother, my two sisters, my wife, and my daughter, so I understand women who have opinions, and you will do what I say. I do understand that take that she she plays on <laughs> Poker Face. She's a very yes. tough woman. I love to, well, you're kind of a tough woman. You don't seem like you would be, but you don't put up with any BS from anybody. I don't. I like to lead. That is the truth. Yep. yep. <laughs> I love that though. I I absolutely love strong women. I always have. Yes, and you're talking about Natasha Leone, in case people don't know, who is the, the actual lead of Poker Face as well. 
Yeah, terrific show. If you haven't seen it, uh, tune it in because it's it's really, really good. She, at first you go, what the hell is she up to? But then you realize she's a very smart person and she's kind of like, she puts on this edge like she's not that bright and she's a hell of a lot smarter than anybody else in the room. That's that's the part I like about her. 100%. She's, you know, Natasha Leone is an actress too, and I think we talked about this maybe last week or the week before. Completely underrated. Should have an even bigger career than she already does. Um She's gone through struggles in her personal life, totally worked all of those out, and really has just come back better than ever. So I hope we see more of her. She's great on the big screen as well. No question. Anything else coming up new that I'll love, do you think? Well, well, I actually have to check in on Britt this morning. I'm a oh, little concerned okay. yesterday because the mid-season trailer dropped for Vanderpump Rules, and I just want to check in to make sure she survived after watching it. Unhinged. I am... <laughs> Unhinged. It was wild. I love that they're they're filming still. It's wild. They're like building this as they go. It was wild. Yeah. If you ever want to know how to take a dying reality show, have a major love triangle go on, and then pick up the cameras after the cameras are done, after shooting's done, and suck everyone in. And it's become it's really become a social media phenomenon. On top of this. And you have literally every single media outlet covering it. That's what I think is wild about this entire situation. From the New York Times to Variety, everyone was talking about yesterday's trailer. You know, and I'm I'm love to share this. I love to share my shows with people. I love that they're jumping on board. But I just want you to know I've done the work. I watched last seasons where it was mostly about pickleball. So, like, you're welcome, world. <laughs> okay. I hope the cast appreciates Brit and all of the hard work that she did. Yes, I stayed. I stayed, and it finally got good. So, yeah, it's wild. It paid off. Well, I was thinking about you yesterday, so I just wanted to make sure that you were okay and survived. Barely. (laughs) Barely. What do you mean Um, by okay? (laughs) Define okay. (laughs) Define okay, would you? Because. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, moving on. I've moved on from that thought. Of course. One other thing I just want to wrap up. On Friday, we had talked about how Tyra Banks was, like, walking out of Whole Foods and is like, by the way, I'm not going to do Dancing with the Stars anymore. Well, that was likely her way of announcing the news because yesterday, as we got off the air, it was announced that Julianne Huff is taking over her job on Dancing with the Stars. And that is what you call PR 101. You make it look like you left on your own accord. And then, the, you know, a couple of days later, the network drops the news like, hey, we just we found a replacement that we we got rid of your contract is basically what happened. And then they moved uh, Julianne Huff into her position for next season. Now, KB, do, do these shows like that, do they translate well to streaming or do they not? I'm really glad you brought this up because Dancing with the Stars was the first live streaming competition show in the United States. And this was a big move from taking it from ABC over to Disney Plus. I don't think I don't think it was as big a hit as Disney Plus had hoped. Um, Yeah. And because I'll tell you why, if it had been as big a hit as Disney Plus had hoped, we would have seen a lot of other competition shows follow and move on over. And it's been a struggle. And listen, we understand that Dancing with the Stars is a dying property. We're moving into season 32 in the fall. It's, it's had its day in the sun. But 
they, I think that they thought maybe this is a way to revive it. Um, I think that they're hoping they had picked it up for two seasons. If it doesn't do well in season 32, I don't think it'll get a season 33. It's just expensive to do live TV, as we all know. Oh, yeah. Season 33. Jesus. Yeah, so 32 this fall. We'll see what happens. But I think one of the, the big moves, and it was an erroneous move, it was firing Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews. Why did they do that? Oh, Okay. <laughs> oh, let me unpack. This is just the high, I know. I was like, oh, I'm just going to give you the highlights of what happened. In season 28, they cast Sean Spicer. And it was at a time when we were really in the thick of the Trump administration. People were just tired of politics on both sides. And the one thing Tom Bergeron had asked before the season had started, like, let's not cast any politicians or anyone related to the political spectrum because people just want to have fun and relax and just take their mind off of it for two hours. So what do they do? They bring in Sean Spicer. Um, He and the executive producer at the time, Andrew Linares, butted heads the entire season. And Tom Bergeron (laughs) said at the end of that season, something that he had never done, he packed up his trailer because he knew that they were not going to renew his contract. Um, He had put out a couple statements on Twitter. The show didn't like that. ABC didn't like that. And they fired him. But why, what did he do on Twitter that was so bad they fired him? He basically said, this is what happened in the preseason. I, I asked right. for no political figures. They brought in the political figure. Uh-oh. And then he didn't really interact with Sean Spicer that much. They passed him off to Aaron Andrews most of the time. Um, and it's no secret that Sean Spicer's a Republican. Tom Bergeron's a Democrat. And it just caused a lot of tensions behind the scenes. And... The audience didn't really care what was happening behind the scenes. They just wanted Tom and Aaron on their screen every Monday night. And ABC made a big move, fired him, fired her, and then brought in Tyra Banks. And it just never gelled. No, I understand. You know what amazed me about that whole, let's say we've got a circle here. And at the bottom of the circle is going to be um, where we're, we're going to work together. Uh, and then I'm going to find out you're a Democrat or a Republican. Or whatever. But why don't we start at the bottom of the circle? Because as you go around to the left or the right and rise up on the circle, you can be about halfway up and you're still pretty good. You're still a Democrat. You're still a Republican. You get toward the top. You meet at the very top, and you're the exact same kind of person, even though you think you're the exact opposite of a Democrat or a Republican. You you nut jobs have gone so far with, you're the exact same hateful turd. I hate that. <laughs> you, know? Yeah, you know, and then, it, it, you know, that's the thing. It, it, costs, it costs people jobs, you know, taking a stance on all of this, and it costs uh, an audience, because a lot of people never went back once Tyler came, and Tyra came in in the middle of the pandemic, that first pandemic season, and people wanted familiarity. They wanted comfort yeah. in the time that was total chaos, and it just didn't work. So that was the, that was Tyra Banks' poor saga. I mean, she didn't really stand a chance at all, um, but they, they kept her on for three seasons, and she decided to announce her exit on her way out of Whole Foods in Santa Monica um, and called TMZ yeah. and made it all happen. I suppose that's true, but I, I just, you know, it's so amazing. I didn't even really realize it, all these shows you're talking about, you know, the Vanderpump Rules and Dancing with the Stars and all that stuff, because I don't watch broadcast TV anymore. I'm, uh, anymore, I watch streaming. Well, I still watch a little broadcast TV, but not much. It's mostly mm-hmm. streaming, so I never see these shows promoted anymore. So I f- kind of forgot they all even existed. That's, yeah, it's got to be hurting and some of those media. shows. Social media. 
social media is the way they get promoted the most, and and that's it. You know, yeah. Bravo yep. drops. Bravo TV drops the mid-season trailer for Vanderpump Rules, and it catches fire. So if you're not on social media, like I know you're you're not actively no. on TikTok every single day, no. it's one of those situations where that's where the water cooler talk is now happening. That yeah, makes total sense. Well, you made a magnificent recovery from that echoing thing you were hearing in your head because you drank too much. What do you think? I think it was StreamYard, but I'm going to let you blame me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my dear. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I will talk to you tomorrow, and I'll also see you on the family later today. Oh, that's right. It's Tuesday. We'll see. Yeah, I will it's talk to you on the family later today. I love it. Thank okay. you. What? Bye-bye. Guten Tag. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt, don't you just love her? Yes, I do love her, and I love that she knows that I love reality TV. <laughs> Like, what reality TV do you love? I love everything on Bravo. I love The Real Housewives. I love Vanderpump Rules. And, yeah, it's half my brain. Sorry. So do you you not watch a lot of streaming television, mostly broadcast? No, everything I watch is is I I watch it later. I don't watch it live. I don't let... Oh, okay. So, like, everything I watch is actually through Peacock because they do all that. Um, So, yeah. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll take a break. Be right back in just a couple minutes. Right now, My Pillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Well, listeners continually make the slippers the number one selling My Pillow product, and I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. Okay, you ready? Here we go. When you use my promo code, Tom, and again, I ran into a couple of people. Yeah, hey, by, by the way, I bought the pillows over at My Pillow, man. That was great. Thanks for talking about it. I said, use the promo code? No, I don't use promo codes. It's like... Use the promo code. You would have had to pay 50% less. I was going to call him a dimwit, but I decided against it. What do you think? So anyway, you can use my promo code TOM, T-O-M. You'll get all-season slippers for $25, and they regularly are $149.98. Is that a good enough offer for you to use the promo code TOM? Well, it should be. That's over 120 bucks in savings, uh, limited to 10 pairs at checkout, by the way. These will sell out. Trust me, my slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square. Uh, to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for just 25 bucks, regularly priced at $149.98, limited to 10 pairs at checkout, and a promo code for this incredible offer. That's promo code TOM, T-O-M. Did you hear me? These won't last long, so order now. When you need someone to listen a lawyer you know and trust. If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, Remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the world. 